punk rock and drinking were always the thing for me. Now it's like, you know, punk rock and being healthy. So there's, you know, a great deal of people that I look up to in the punk rock world too, who are sober. So many, so many people that I look up to that I was just like, shit, man, they seem happy and they seem like, like if, if they can, if they can do that, you know, I can too. So I put up some boundaries and I don't work as much anymore. And having, you know, a really good routine, CrossFit workouts or stretching and meditation in the morning really helped me to uh, put myself in a balanced sort of state of mind. You know, I mean, the last run we did, me and the guys woke up early and we did a workout instead of, you know, sleeping in until five minutes before we had to get back in the van and hit the road. Welcome to the Collaborative Resource Hub by Wellness Provisions. We're bridging the gap between mental health, wellness, and rock and roll. I'm Amy McBride, owner of Wellness Provisions, the most badass wellness business. Hey, are you feeling a little stuck in life? I offer wellness coaching sessions. Book a session with me if you're seeking to get healthy and ahead. Sessions are available worldwide. And check this out. Wellness Provisions supplies rock and rollers with high quality supplements. We've simplified your shopping experience and given you a trustworthy place to go where you can essentially shop blindfolded. And did you know, all our Collaborative Resource Hub interviews air on YouTube as well as all major podcast platforms. Subscribe to stay in the loop. Go immerse yourself in the full Collaborative Resource Hub experience over on our website. You'll have access to helpful resources that will inspire and educate you. So let's inspire each other. If that guy did it, so can you. Last but not least, my legal disclaimer, nothing in this interview or the Collaborative Resource Hub substitutes medical advice. Please connect with your GP if you need medical guidance. Sean, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. How are you? I'm doing absolutely great. It's a, it's a nice morning. I'm grateful to be here. We got coffee and water and uh, we just played our first shows of, uh, in you know, Southern California in a year and a half. So last night, so I'm a little tired, but I'm super, super excited because we get to do it again tonight. Oh, cool. We just played with uh, Bad Cop, Bad Cop, Make War and the Venomous Pinks at Alex's Bar in Long Beach last night, sold out show. And tonight we get to do it again in San Diego. So it's, it's, um, it's nice to kind of have some normality going back in life. Yeah. Still a little sketchy, but um, I don't know, after, you know, the last year, year and a half that everyone's had, you know, it's, it was nice to see some joy in people's masked up faces. That's it. I mean, happiness, uh, is really good for your health. So think of it like a dose of medicine, like doing something that like makes you super excited and everyone's happy. That's really good for the brain and body. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, we just, so, so many people that we hadn't, we used to see so regularly that it was just, you're, you're just overjoyed to see some, some faces you haven't seen in so long that, you know, before you, I mean, you don't take people for granted, but you're, you weren't thinking like, oh shit, I'm not going to see these people for, you know, the next 18 months or however long it's been. And that wasn't really something I'd processed before. I, I, I don't think before going into this. So if someone hasn't, okay, so you're the bassist in The Last Gang. If someone hasn't heard your band before, how would you describe your music? We're just a punk band. We like melody, we like groove. But, you know, we don't try to stick to one sort of sound. You know, we like to be all over the place a little bit. Our new record's coming out October 8th, which we're really excited about. It's called Noise, Noise, Noise. 
we took a new direction. It's um, we we really love the clash and we love how the clash evolved and we just want to evolve as well. We don't want to be doing the same music that we've been doing forever. You know, always keep it new and keep it fresh and fun. So I think that uh, that we're going that way, that direction. So it's it's exciting and fun. Good. Yeah, I appreciate. I mean, like truly appreciate bands who will allow themselves to explore other sounds and to evolve because I really don't want to listen to the same record like every time a new one like I don't want the same sound it gets pretty boring right I mean especially if you really love a band and it's I mean they put out a record that just goes by the same formula the same sort of pattern of songs and the same tempo and, and all that and you know I mean some bands have made a great living off of that but for us I think it's uh we really try to push ourselves and when we're in the studio we we worked with Cameron Webb on this last record and he really you know he's good at pushing us he's good at pushing Brenna especially and our singer and, and guitarist Brenna Red she's a talented human being so and when she's pushed she really uh she really shows up and, and shows what she can do. She thinks she really did that on this last record. Everybody did. Everybody worked their ass off. Good for you guys. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, okay, so subject change. Mm -hmm. We get one music question and then the rest is wellness. So uh, what does wellness mean to you? Wellness, it's a completely different thing to me now because I never really used to think about it. Um, just feeling good and having energy and having, you know, positive spirit just because I, I never used to really be a positive human all the time um not that I'm positive all the time I like everything's great but when I get up and I'm on you know a good routine and I get myself outside for a run or a bike ride do a really strenuous workout I feel great after and it's just like my mind is balanced and my body feels good and as long as I don't, you know, pull something in my back, which seems to be a reoccurring issue the last little bit here. But yeah, wellness is just, you know, being a good feeling human being. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't woke up with a hangover in so long now. It's just like I, um, every day I wake up feeling, feeling good and, and balanced. I'm very grateful for it. When it hasn't been the norm for so long and then it, shifts into that and then you realize how good that space feels uh yeah it's got to bring about a lot of gratitude absolutely and it's you know you feel like you've achieved something you know you're not just sitting your ass on the couch you know waiting till the next day or you know next week and they'll you know change things change things later it's like no do it now i could be you know six in the morning and i don't want to get my ass out of bed but when i do and i'm outside writing or you know working out or whatever or you know getting back eating a balanced diet you know i mean these are things that i never used to think about and i mean yeah. being on with my band i used to feel like shit all the time just because i would you know my fuel was shitty food and alcohol and aside from what it does to your body just like your mind i mean the only time i would be back to feeling good was when i would you know maybe drinking again you know the next night it's just um, to live a life with having you know your health and you know your just body feel fucking right <laughs> mm -hmm. and especially like i said on the road it's huge you know i mean there's nothing worse than just being fucking sack of shit in the van just useless because you know yeah you, 
drink, you know, 20 beers every night or whatever it is that you're giving. But, you know, I mean, the last run we did, me and the guys woke up early and we did a workout instead of, you know, sleeping in until five minutes before we have to get back in the van and hit the road. It's really special and it's something that I'm very grateful for. Yeah. So what, um, I guess, did you have, was there like an aha moment or what push came to shove that, you know, prompted you to finally kind of clean up your act and like stick with that change? There was a lot of aha moments. You know, I, I got into a number of incidents when I was younger, you know, DUI, another incident, hit and run where I didn't hit a human, I hit a car and took off. And then aside from that, just, I mean, what it was doing to my, to my mind, I was like depressed and anxious all the time. And I didn't know that, you know, I knew that, you know, alcohol was an issue here, but taking that step to stop was just really frightening. And especially for me in social situations, I'm not, you know, that's another thing I've had to overcome is social anxiety. I'm sure everybody has it, but Mm -hmm, I do. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Me too. Uh, but I mean, drinking when you're out, you know, with a bunch of people, all of, a, all of a sudden, you know, you have a couple shots and a couple drinks in you and, you know, you can sit there and talk to the people who you otherwise, I have to work to do it. You know, I mean, I don't always want to sit there and interact with people that I don't know, but, you know, I mean, I want to, but it's, it's good work for you. You know, it's good discipline. And it's like, you actually have to be a real human, not just like artificially, just like intoxicated to be able to enjoy yourself. You know? mm-hmm. And I was, I think I was very frightened of that for a very long time, but you know, I mean, you step outside yourself and you do it. But anyway, the the real moment, it was just, you know, the last, I think 2018, 2019, the band was doing more than I ever thought that we would be doing. And I always thought, you know, like, okay, if that happens, you know, good things happen, you know, I can stop drinking, but I wasn't still just, you know, just want more and more and more. And you're never really satisfied. You know, I'd go through, you know, these fucked up benders and you know get to the end of it and I just be like what was the last 72 hours about what did I just do and nothing was changing and and I just saw like the ridiculousness of it all I'm living my life my hobbies are you know drinking you know when I'm not working and why am I doing this it was just making everything a lot harder than it needed to be and then you know I mean I I I stopped drinking uh, January 16th of 2020. That was a whole nother thing in itself because obviously a lot of us were isolated for a while shortly after that. Um, Luckily, you know, I was, we call it an essential worker. So Mm -hmm. I work in the restaurant industries. I still worked, which I think was probably important for me to have that, you know, because. Yeah, some baseline during your your day and week. Yeah. First, I mean, the band was was gone you know there was no music you know we weren't we weren't seeing each other at all for a couple months so that was really quite depressing but you know I think working out really got me through it having like a routine and waking up every morning and just being focused on on getting myself in shape because I know if I can get my body in shape you know my mind will start to kind of get better and and I was vegetarian before, but I went, you know, completely vegan when I stopped drinking as well. So I, I had to focus on, you know, making my own food and so many different things that helped me that weren't, you know, AA or, or you know. Did you have other friends like who, who are sober that you could sort of like lean on? Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot of people in, in the punk rock community that, you know, I was able to really look up to and uh, DM back and forth or text message back and forth. Or, you know, there's some people at work that I talk to that are sober. 
so there's, you know, there's a group of people that, that I was able to talk to. And then, you know, my closest friends weren't really like I was. <laughs> they didn't drink all the time. So it wasn't like I had to find new friends. I had to straighten myself out. There's, you know, a great deal of people that I look up to in the punk rock world, too, who are sober. You know, like, you know, Dave Haas. I love love his music. And, you know, I mean, that guy rips it up. And, you know, I saw he's you know, doing it sober. I'm like, well, shit, you know. Uh, Lenny Lashley, so many, so many people that I look up to that I was just like, shit, man, they seem happy and they seem like, like if, if they can, if they can do that, I can too. So exactly. yeah, it's true. I mean, but that's it. Like having some kind of like inspiration and then connecting with other people that, you know, your little network, your community, like, what do you kind of incorporate, whether it's daily or, you know, like feeling balanced. So like your morning, if you have like a morning routine or like, what kind of stuff do you do that helps you stay level? I do. <laughs> This is probably why my back's always screwed up, but I do CrossFit workouts, which is, you know, it's about 10 years ago, I worked out my good buddy of mine, Alex Fercatsis. He's the, the vocalist or the ex-vocalist from Atreyu. I started working out with him about 10 years ago. He had a gym and he got me into CrossFit and I really loved it. I had to focus so much, you know, and it's just like, so I would get up in the morning and there were no gyms open. So I set up a little gym and I have a little backyard. So I was able to, uh, to do that and just kind of, when I'm like almost about to feel like I'm like about to pass out, it's like the best to me for some reason. I'm just like going so hard, you know, trying to get that last like pull up in or, you know, that last lap or whatever. And I just feel like, so yeah, waking up and just exerting as much as I possibly can it's like drinking 15 cups of coffee to me it's just like really gets me it gets me going and it gets me focused and it gets my my mind in the right way and then I, after that you know I sit down and I do you know 10-15 minutes of stretching and then you know some some meditation some breathing meditation and um, and then I go to work <laughs> and I work a lot so I work for a family business they expect a lot of from us so uh -huh. you know, during the pandemic, we had a skeleton crew, so you know it was me and my my cousins and my brother doing a lot of a lot of work, and we we do a lot of work anyway. But you know we were counting on a lot more, and that was uh, a big source of my drinking. I really, I was being, I was you know pushing myself too hard at that job, and it was just you know I mean fifteen hour days or whatever. It's just it was too much, and it was pushing me to just hate life and just want to escape it. Um, I put up some boundaries and I don't work as much anymore and having, you know, a really good routine, CrossFit workouts or stretching uh, and meditation in the morning really, really helped me to uh, put myself in a balanced sort of state of mind. That's and awesome. To, to give me a good day, you know, not rush to anger, not to, to, uh, to get too stressed out or take things too seriously. Yeah. So. Here's an advert in less than 20 seconds. Did you know that Wellness Provisions offers one-on-one -on -one wellness sessions? Yep. So if you're seeking to get healthy and ahead in life, but feeling a little stuck, then book a session and let's get you unstuck. Now back to the interview. Do you, have you noticed, I mean, it sounds like you have that like the meditation and breath work has kind of created that space for pause, you know, so that your fuse isn't as short. Yeah, absolutely. Something triggers me at work. I can stop and think. In the you know grand scheme of things, how fucking important is this? You know, whatever the hell it is, 
whatever it is, you know, um, it's usually not enough to be necessary to, to bring me to a point of anger, which mm-hmm. before I think there were underlying issues. It wouldn't be because somebody, some one of our employees pulled the wrong thing and now I have to go switch it out for whatever. There would probably be more going on in my life that would spark me to anger. So, but yeah, um, it definitely has, has created some space for me to pause and kind of think, think things through, which, you know, my, my mind used to automatically just go to a couple hours from now, I'll be fucking just sitting at the bar, you know, and I can forget about it then. I've come, come a long way in, in 19 months since I put down the bottle. It's exciting. I, I, it's so fucking cool. I mean, that's a lot to like start adding in uh to just that's a lot of like awareness and really positive healthy choices and even i mean even you know setting boundaries at work you know uh and what you are willing to give like that's that's hard for so many people to do that even yeah yeah i mean our family i mean it's their hard-working italian family Um, my grandpa came over from Italy so it's just like you know we're not just given things and they expect a lot from us and you know and we give it you know we we put in our best effort you know but at some point I feel like uh, just gotta kind of stop pleasing people and think about yourself you know Mm -hmm. that's been huge for me too I used to just you know I would be fucking resentful towards you but I'd be doing it and I'd be like just to fucking please you it's like Mm -hmm. even though it's like I fucking resent you but watch me fucking work 15 hours today (laughs) I'll show you you're still getting my best work (laughs) yeah so um yeah a lot of a lot of changes and it was gradual it's not just like overnight you know when I think that what is it what's today 14th in two days I'll have 19 months without a drink of alcohol it's like Jesus how fucking crazy is that and I mean my band has been so supportive of it drunk Sean wasn't a real uh, dependable or steady. Sean, very volatile, and you don't know where you're going to find him. <laughs> if you're going to find him. So they're much happier. The other good thing is they didn't party like I did. They didn't drink like I did. So, you know, they'll have like two, three beers and throughout the night. And I'm like, wow, man, that's fucking, it's impressive that you can just have a couple. And that's, you know, I mean, people will ask me, well, why don't you just, you know, try to control It's like, I can't fucking control it. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't want to have one beer. I want to have 20, you know? So them having like, you know, people that are normal drinkers in the band, you know, I'm fortunate in that because if I was in a group of people that were just like me, then that would be a problem for me. Yeah. I rethink my place in the band, but you know, they've been fucking awesome. And everybody in all the other bands that we played with, Get Dead, um, Bad Cop, Bad Cop, um, everybody's just been so, so rad and supportive of, the new uh lifestyle that i've decided to to lead that's so cool so what does eating healthy look like to you because you said like you make a lot of your own food which most people don't do that anymore or they just opt for super processed stuff so what's your what's your deal right so like um you know obviously i I have my plant-based protein that i i drink and then you know i mean i'll i bunch of broccoli and tofu and you know cauliflower rice or even quinoa or whatever and just put it all together you know I make you know vegan eggplant like I said I'm, I'm Italian so I, I try to cook you know as much vegan Italian as I can I thought it would be so hard to cook Italian food without cheese but it's really not 
it's a lot better and you can actually taste the food. You don't just taste cheese. Go try to find something to make from scratch. And it's gotten a little less, you know, I mean, I'll make uh, just because things are opening back up. I, I don't get home from work as early as I was before. That's one of the worst things too, is cutting up all your produce at the end of a long day. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, I was so tired. I, I took like a thing of udon noodles and I did that with a bunch of boiling hot water in it. And the boiling hot water went like this and right onto the top of my foot. Yeah, that was awful. It left a pretty gross mark. Um, so yeah, when you're tired and, and cooking at the end of your day, it's, I, last night, I was, or the night before, I think I, was, I have a dull uh, chef's knife right now and I was cutting up some bell peppers and it slipped, almost hit my fucking, one of these fingers. And I was like, that would have pissed off my band and myself. <laughs> I have to be a little more focused when I cook food and cut up things at night. So, but yeah, that's kind of what my, my cooking looks like. Um, let me ask you, is there anything that you do in the evenings as like routine stuff? Like, um, or maybe I guess if it's stuff that you do any other time, like journaling or practicing gratitude or anything like that. You know, I'll just, I'll, I'll journal a little bit here and there, you know? in the evening and also you know if i've had a rough day try to kind of meditate and uh stuff like that and um and then obviously in the evenings i'm also have to practice my instrument so there's there's that too so i get home and i'm i'm like super busy <laughs> you know i've also got these two cats running around and they shed a lot so they have to vacuum constantly but if you, when you, when you get home from work and if you meditate, do you feel recharged almost like you had a nap? Not really. Okay. I'm so tired. <laughs> it's almost like I need to get like a good night's sleep and I'm recharged for the next day. That's not to say that I get home and I, I'm not, you know, I'm absolutely grateful when I get home. <laughs> so I, I'd say I definitely practice gratitude. I'm grateful to A, be home from work <laughs> and B, just, you know, um, having a place to come home to, right? Um, two wonderful little felines, wherever they are. I can't believe they're not like just jumping into the screen. They're usually I know. Are. The one jumped up onto the cat tree, but that's been it. I haven't seen them since. Yeah. So now that things are opening up, I definitely need to uh, continue to grow and do a little more. Don't get complacent. Complacency mm has -hmm. always been, been my worst enemy. Are there things that you kind of have been, I guess, things that you know you want to start incorporating or that you're curious about exploring or like maybe you want to try this other kind of meditation? Like what's your self-growth short-term or long-term future look like? Yeah, so when I first got several years ago, um, Refuge Recovery, I, I learned about that through reading. Um... Dharma Punks? Well, Levine, yeah, and no, no Levine's books and, and all that. And um, and I was actually going to, to some refuge recovery meetings years ago, and I'd like to get back to that and uh, continuing to, you know, study Buddhism and, and mindfulness is what I'm currently reading. Cool. Mindfulness. I feel like uh, there's a lot more that I can do. 
because I, I do feel like I've sort of done this DIY thing for the last 18 months. And um, I mean, I would like to, to get back to, to some refuge recovery meetings and, and stuff like that. So I, uh, I went to school and graduated with a degree in journalism. And I wanted to do, you know, I wanted to be a reporter. And then I started playing music with The Last Gang. And I was like, I think I'm going to do this for a while instead. But yeah, I'd love to, you know, start utilizing my writing skills again, which I have kind of uh, neglected the last little bit that's, that's definitely one thing that i would i would like to to utilize i'd also like to start helping out with some you know charities um my friend you know stacy d she runs this side shelter on the sidewalk project i'd like to get involved and help with that a lot more so i know there's there's opportunities where i can be of service where i just need to kind of step outside myself and uh, start giving back more it's definitely something that i'd like to do the last year is kind of it's tough to to get out just because you know just trying to stay safe for the last year or so but i it's about time that i can start you know stepping out and not use it as an excuse to be complacent and ultimately lazy Right. Well, and the other thing too, is if you kind of like push yourself and get the ball rolling and you start doing like the volunteer work, you know, you're around people, you're chatting, and then that's likely going to help you kind of break out of the social anxiety kind of. Right. No. And then that's a big part of it too. It's like, I can think about it all the time. Like, yeah, I want to do that. I want to do that. And then like that part of me, I'm like, oh, it's just like, I'm just fucking nervous. <laughs> And this coming from somebody like I was talking to somebody last night. Oh, I had to do an interview with a couple of people last night for the band. And I was like, I'm so nervous. And I'm nervous about this interaction that we're having. And I was like thinking about it, like, oh man. And like uh, somebody said to me, You're nervous doing this, but you weren't nervous doing that. Like, jumping around on stage with a big kid. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but I don't know. I don't see the audience. I don't <laughs> I've been doing that for so long. It's, well, you don't see the audience here either. It's just me and you bullshitting. Yeah, I know, but someone's going to see it eventually. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. But no, you're absolutely right. You know, taking those, taking those steps and, and just, you know, putting yourself in those what you think are going to be uncomfortable situations. And I've come to learn that a lot of the times those situations end up being really, really great. You know, almost every time they end up being really fulfilling, really fun. So it's right. like, you have to remember that feeling the next time something comes up that you're like, oh, no, I feel blocked on that. You have to like make a mantra affirmation, something to like remind yourself of that feeling. Another thing that I do, because sometimes like I either get stressed out or anxiety if there's things that people you know, like if I'm supposed to like a last minute hangout or, you know, something, things that come up kind of like randomly, or even if it's planned, if I like write it down in my daily or weekly to-do list and I keep seeing that it's there, or if it's, you know, something's coming, then it's like, it gives me more time to mentally prepare. And then I have less anxiety about it. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> 95% of the reason why sometimes I'll back out of something is just social anxiety. And I mean, that's why when I was, you know, a teenager, I got into drinking. <laughs> it's like, oh, this fixed that. This is great. And then, you know, obviously that becomes part of your identity and, and part of, you know, how you cope. I mean, it's very unhealthy. But, but yeah. you know, that I definitely want to get outside myself and, and get back. And, and you're absolutely right. Um, so, what is it that, 
that you guys do exactly? Um, so, so I do these interviews as part of the Collaborative Resource Hub, which is a project that my business does. So my business, I sell supplements and I do like wellness coaching, but I just, I really want to help people. And it's, it's like, I don't know, I guess I've sort of ended up kind of falling into just being like really mixing wellness and like punk rock basically, because that's who I am. So I just mashed them together. Um, but I'm super into supplements and I really just want to help people and connect people with really good, trustworthy resources, information, you know, something ingestible like the supplements, like whatever. So that's sort of like what I do. That's right. Yeah. The tagline is bridging the gap between mental health, wellness and rock and roll. So it's all of that stuff. Right. Yeah. And I, that's really cool because it's just, I don't know, punk rock and drinking were always the thing for me. Now it's like, you know, punk rock and being healthy. So I think that's, that's really rad. Yeah. And the more people, you know, that I'm talking to, they are of that mindset. And so, but still it's like, while that's happening, it seems like 90% of everybody else hasn't gotten that memo yet. And it's still, you know, cool to just not take care of yourself like that. But so I just want to just change that narrative and, and make people realize that they can, that they can make other choices. <laughs> Hi. So, yeah. And I love doing the interviews because it's just, you know, it makes it relatable, just like you and the, you know, the musicians you look up to and are inspired from. It's, it's, that's exactly what all this is. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's a really, really exciting journey. You know, I mean, once you uh, really start living life and, I mean, shit, I was up in Montana last month. My little sister lives up there and, you know, waking up at seven in the morning to go on like a beautiful hike. It's just like, fuck, so grateful for that. You know what I mean? Because before I would have, you know, just not been feeling well enough because I would have, you know, basically been drinking most of the time. So. Yeah, I was going to say you'd still be sleeping or hungover. <laughs> yeah, totally. And there's one thing about me when I was hungover, all that I could do was just get up and keep drinking. There's like, my day was shot. And it was just like, that was an, another one of the reasons why I was like, I got to stop doing this. This is just fucking stealing my life from me. What am I accomplishing? It's like, and now, you know, I, you get up early and like I said, in Montana, you go for this fucking amazing hike and you're just like, man, these are things that I just wouldn't have experienced before. You know, it's a really fun new way of living. Because so. you're actually living. Right. Yeah. Not- Do you have a quote that you like a lot? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I'm a big fan of Hunter Thompson's work. Uh, he's one of the reasons why I got into journalism. I thought it'd be really fun to just get fucked up on drugs and like go and cover stories. And then I realized like, it doesn't really work like that. I don't know how the hell that guy did it, but he uh he pushed the limits but um in his book hell's angels he wrote the edge there is no honest way to explain it because the only people who really know where it is are the ones who have gone over so it's just um i'm happy that i don't know the edge (laughs) 
I like that. That's a good. Uh, that's a good sentiment. That's good. Of his work, I, I no longer want to want to live my life in the, in the same manner that he did. So. Yeah. Good life goals you have now. <laughs> um, okay, so for my business, the tagline is delay dying. So if you could give advice, you know, suggestions, anything like that to someone on how to delay dying, or in other words, live happier and healthier, what are some things you would offer? Help others. Be fucking kind to people. It goes a long way, you know. I mean, who have you ever met? Been like that guy was a dick. What an awesome person. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you know, I mean, fuck. If you're bogged down with addiction and and you know you're not liking it, I mean, if you're perfectly happy living that way, I mean, then keep doing it. But if it's not making you happy, you can change it. You know, it's all up to you. And that's an, you know, I mean. In AA, you know, they, they tell you, you know, I mean, like, you know, God helped lift the burden, you know, whatever you want to believe, that's cool, but I'm not taking this shit away from me. I fucking, I had to get up and do this shit myself. There wasn't somebody that did it for me, so you can do it too, you know, I mean, it, it might be hard work, but soon it's going to, that change is going to happen. For me, it took me a long time to stop reflecting on and, you know, wanting to consume whatever it was that I wanted to consume at that, at that point in time. It took a long, a lot of months for that shit to exit my, my brain. But once it did, you know, I mean, you get on the other side of that. You can actually enjoy your loved ones. You can actually, you know, not make excuses to miss family gatherings. There's help out there. And if you want it, you can do it. Mm -hmm. yeah I mean and that's it it's it's everything comes down to a choice and if you want it enough you'll make it happen Absolutely. cool uh do you guys have anything cool coming up that you want to share on you have the album early October you said the single just came out the music video for the our, our song noise 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 it's, uh, it's a super fun video if you haven't seen it it's uh don't take us seriously because we're not trying to be serious. It's a total spoof, sort of um, parody of the movie The Warriors from the 1970s. And uh, like I said, the song is called Noise, Noise, Noise. Um, and the record of the same name, Noise, 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 comes out October 8th. So we're really excited about that. And in November, we'll be out on a long, I think, 18 show tour with Teenage Bottle Rocket. Oh, cool. Uh, so yeah we've got a lot of cool stuff coming up and we are this tree. <laughs> you just put them on the tree um got a lot of awesome stuff coming up that we're so excited about oh cool. yeah check out the new record when it comes out check out the new single fun stuff awesome yeah that's all exciting and then you get to appreciate all of all of this cool shit that's coming down the pipeline for you like totally in your body in the now with full awareness so i'm i'm happy for you and all the change that you've created for yourself and thank you for sharing because it will inspire people because it's fucking cool so thank you all right have a good rest of your day
Yeah, you too. To blow down a British and demeaning getting traditional Painted up, spike it out, the gang is ready tonight Take the 42 north, pass electric to right To few of us though, we could never so close, but the words were spoken It's the last episode when the buzzer stopped running And the flash led to right head I head past the shoulders to the new music right For few of us though, we could never contend The music and nostalgia burns a hole in our head